It's gorgeous out. Let's pop some ducks. This is the Updark Podcast, a blend of upland and waterfowl hunting. Tune in as your hosts, Tyler Beaton, Jeff Ludicky, Matt Jeske, chat about training dogs and share their bird hunting stories, tactics, and strategies. It's, it's got five curls. That's that's a great intro. Great way to start. Uh, big ass mallard back here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, screw the intro. No intro today. We're just going for it. Jeff, tell us about this mallard here. It's a big mallard. I got a big mallard behind me. You do? Yeah, I shot him uh, on the, I forget what the name of the river was, White River. It was my first mallard that i ever shot and he's a beast five curls that's, that's what is yeah what with that what is five right uh well some people say do some people say it's the age matt it's usually just older i don't know if it's like directly tied to anything though yeah yeah i don't think so okay and some of the taxidermists might add a couple more curls in there uh just to make it look a little bit more flashy i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a, it was a jump shoot actually we were in a canoe floating down the river. A bunch of mallards got up and I shot that one. Excellent. Yeah. Good. What are we uh what are we talking about tonight? Oh, we're free balling again. Free... No guest. <laughs> no guest. What do we we had to take we had to take a break. We had two guests in a row, two pretty stellar guests the last uh couple episodes. Yep. Yeah. We since we're recording this now. So hopefully everybody enjoyed those. But now you just got the three of us again. So sorry we're about doing, that. Yeah. We're, no, don't apologize. We're doing some hunting recaps. Those are always fun. Yeah. yeah. If, if, I'm, if I'm being honest as a consumer, I like listening to people recap their hunts. I, or whatever it is. Like, it. Yeah. It yeah. Been. I mean, and people, people yeah. like to be, they like to feel like they're on the hunt with you, right? They like to envision it while they're listening. People love that stuff. Yeah, I love it. I hope people listening love it. So, yeah. Um, all right. It is November 30th. And you we some of us have done some hunting the last couple of weeks since we've done any type of hunting debrief recap. Uh, what's everybody been up to? What have you been chasing? Chasing deer, chasing ducks, chasing pheasants, chasing doves. I'm kind of doing a little bit of a mixed bag here lately. <laughs> you yeah. are. And Matt, Matt just scratches, just scratching out limits over there. I'm sure. No, it's been it's been slower since the last recap. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Um... What do we do here? Yeah, I'll hit that woodcock. That's probably. I don't think we talked about that. Yeah, that's right. You uh, knocked off a or yeah. checked off a new species that you've never yes. shot before. Yeah, and we'll get to the second species I knocked off last week <laughs> yeah yeah hey that was a first for me too not for tyler but that was a first for yeah. me yeah yeah anthony uh anthony farrow is probably a little jealous of you shooting that woodcock since that's the yeah. only one he's got left on his uh slam yeah which i still yeah. can't believe that out of all the birds that he has left to shoot american yep. woodcock is the only one left on his list <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, oh that's cool did yeah. you cook did you cook and eat that thing yet yeah. Yep. I had oh, it actually that day. I I pulled a U and I didn't freeze it. I went right nice. for it because I didn't know it was turned off. So how was yeah, it? It was good. It was delicious. Tastes like yeah. steak. Yeah. Really? A bite. Yeah. It was really, really good. Better yeah, than I found a, uh, No, but not bad. I mean, I okay. found a recipe online. It was just like salt and pepper for like 20 minutes and let it sit. And then 
butter on the frying pan and that was it, it was so like is it a your side it's a darker meat then yeah a little bit it's not okay, quite so... as dark as duck but it was kind of right in between that upland bird and gotcha you know, you're definitely a little darker than a pheasant or a grouse yeah yeah yep okay nice yep turned out really good though i've shot at a couple woodcocks before i've never actually gotten one yeah but i haven't really tried a whole heck of a lot i mean yeah, I see them every once in a while, and they usually catch me off guard with how fast they are, and I'm not oh, really so fast. expecting yeah. it. And then it's no. just, oh, look at that! That was a woodcock. I should have shot. Yep. yep. Yeah. Exactly what happened. Huh. No, well, that that's was, cool. That was good because I, I ended up missing a rooster that day too. So it was at least something that was productive on my day off. So uh, nice. And then I followed it up two days later. Let's see here. Looking at my pictures. Two days later, I shot that rooster like 30 minutes from my house on land that is like so pressured it's incredible so that was good that's awesome that's good yeah. how are the yeah. pheasant numbers in your area i know the northeastern part of the state kind of skyrocketed this year looking at the the forecast yeah. but down by you better, but like still... yeah i think it's better than the average but it's that doesn't mean it's very good though you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i think it it increased over like the whole state if i remember right yeah, and I would guess yep. down by you in the southeast part was probably the lowest. Yeah, it was in percentages, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I see, I see roosters, you know, every time I push, but they're usually out in front of me. So this just happened to be a pretty lucky afternoon, like the last half hour, hour of the day awesome. on a Sunday. So that was that was fun. Worth well, that's good to see. Again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Get a little so, tune up before our Iowa trip here. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, yeah. when this episode comes out, we will probably be either there or on our way. Well, no. Actually, yeah, we'll be back. Home. We'll be back yeah. by then. Yeah. 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 Cool. So hopefully we'll have some good stories to tell when we get back from that one and you guys can, can hear yeah, that hopefully. one. Hopefully. Hopefully more to talk we'll, about. We'll have stories and contacts, bird contacts. We'll see how many actual <laughs> a lot of, uh, a lot of bird contacts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the day the, the woodcock day I had a couple bird contacts. Unfortunately, it didn't pan out so well. That's what we decided. But, We're gonna start talking about bird contacts instead of actual kills or harvests. It's the hunt mm -hmm. is all about how many contacts you had. Yeah. And this applies to waterfowl hunting, right? As well as yeah, everything. All, bird, all birds. All yeah. birds. Yep. I think I let's see here. I went out a couple of times, not many with the boat, because it got really windy. All the times that I had opportunities to go out, uh, had a fun hunt with my training group where we did some release birds on some property that we train on. That was a fun time. Everybody actually got to work their bird, uh, their dogs, um, and not have to worry about shooting. So that was a good time training opportunity. Um, did you work Maggie? Oh yeah. Yep. It was good Were to you? like actually get her on the whistle set, like where you actually have the opportunity to make the correction as opposed to like you trying to shoot. So that was that was good um we're you using pheasants or, up. yeah we're using pheasants uh, or chucker chucker and quail actually chucker and quail. Okay. yeah yeah will, will you make her uh sit when we're in iowa it's hard because i hate having the whistle in my mouth i th think actually she's probably better with a verbal sit most of the time okay. like an aggressive verbal sit to do it right now um so we'll see i've been I, well, the time I went to the farm with my dad, she was about 50-50 on just the whistle, but I also wasn't, like, correcting with the collar either for it. So, like, 50% of it was she knew what to do, and the 50% of it was, like, 
her mind was going way too fast and said, absolutely not. I got to go pick this one up. So we'll see if I, I don't know. I want her to, but we'll see. I would say, so I understand the wanting to, I would say don't do it when we're in Iowa or she won't pick up a bird. Yeah. Yeah. Mac, Mac, Mac will be. A yeah. Big I remember that from last year. Yes. Yes. He's, 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 I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, I can, I can burn him off of it, but I also don't necessarily want to do that too, in case the bird hits the ground and it's alive. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll, I mean, I, I haven't been while I've been hunting live or wild birds, which has paid off this year so far. Cause the rooster that I was just talking about definitely hit the ground and ran and I, she was on top of it, like in the corn immediately. And at least I knew where to go. Um, she didn't pick it up right away cause it buried itself pretty good. But you know, if I would have sat her there, she would have been 30 yards behind already. Yeah. So yep. we'll see. It depends on the shot too. Like if you guys are like off on a side and something like it's not me shooting or whatever, like I might make that, you know, and I'll use the time for the correction as well. You know, we'll see. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I won't, I won't be able to my dogs to that standard. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be harder with two too, unless you're, Oh yeah. Well, it it might only be one, one at a time actually. Right. So you might, yeah, exactly. You're going to alternate them as you bring them out of the truck when we're in Iowa. I think Ren's coming into heat. Uh, Oh, really? So are you going to bring her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the back of my truck? That's what a kennel's for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you better put a little uh, doggy diaper on her or something. I don't need a bunch of blood all over the back first? of my truck. Oh, is this, this is, this is, yeah, it's first. She has not had a, she's not had heat sickle yet. So. I was going to say, so you don't really know if she's clean or not. I mean, Jeff will find out. We'll definitely find out, yeah. I would <laughs> guess she'll be, yeah, I don't know. Either way, she's going to just, she'll just, she'll eat it all. She's a, yeah. She just, yeah, I'm not too worried about her just like having a murder scene or a crime scene inside her kennel. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, well, that's gonna maybe be fun. that's going to be fun for you, Tyler. Let's not even talk about it. I don't <laughs> even want to think about it. Great timing. I, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. So yep. nice. Yep. All right, man. How many times have you gone out the past two weeks waterfall hunting? Two weeks. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, last weekend I went twice. And nope. In the last week I went three times, but before that I'd only been once. So like four times in probably two weeks. Four times. And some of that was condensed with the Thanksgiving weekend. So it's kind of a hard average. You going to try to get out on the, this final weekend here, which would be December 2nd and 3rd. No. Yeah. No, a lot of the stuff froze up and, I was talking to some people about the ramps are probably pretty frozen. I mean, you could make an attempt to go out, but it hasn't been that great from the people I've talked to had similar experiences like last week where it should be really, really good. And it hasn't been. So my boat is in the garage drying off. Like the blind grass is all dry. Started taking decoy bags out. Gonna use some family that are coming to visit this weekend to lift the blind off and put it in the garage. So that's probably done. I'm kind of on the same, same wavelength as you. Yeah. I I got all the decoys down in the basement already. Got the boat cleared out aside from taking the motor off. It's pretty much a done deal for me as well. So yeah. Yeah. Now we got to just watch all the, uh, the boys in the South and be envious of them just starting their seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's it's a sad and disappointing time here. It is. is. But 
now it's time to chase some late season roosters. It is. I'm I'm angling to find a new spot to smash some late season geese, though. Yeah. I'm yeah, that's play. right. We do have the the goose season opens back up here over Christmas time um, yeah. here in Wisconsin. So there's a chance they might be able to sneak back out to the field one of those days over Christmas break and see if we can get on some birds. We'll see. I'm working on I'm working on a couple new spots. Nice. Yeah. Nice. A couple new spots sound good to me. I'm calling in the chips right now. Everybody that I know. (laughs) I've got I love it. I've got got a fever. I just or I got an itch. I just need to scratch it. And it's just I just can't. It's like it's like in that spot, you can't quite reach it. So I'm asking for help. Well, hopefully there's more around than we saw. We'll get to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Matt, how many birds did you scratch out, not including this past Sunday? Um, like five birds. Well, including that group hunt over Thanksgiving weekend. I mean, a couple geese that day and ducks, but that was a group of five. But myself, probably only like three or four. Like, it was pretty slow. A lot of green wing teals, like, out on the on the river. But, yeah, pretty slow. Yep. It's, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Jeffrey. Yes, sir. What 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 happened the last two weeks of November for you? Last two weeks of November, well, we had the, the Wisconsin rifle opener. Um was the week before Thanksgiving and went over that whole course of that week. How many days is it again? Is it ten day? Nine. Nine day. That's right. Traditional nine day, nine day gun. Traditional deer. nine day. That's right. Um, so I headed up north to our family farm, um, and I shot a nice buck by like seven o'clock in the morning on the opening day, Saturday. So that was two years in a row now that I haven't made it past. It's either seven or seven thirty in the morning before I had a buck laying dead within a hundred yards of me. So Rough it's life. been. It's been tough. Yeah, it's been tough hunting, tough deer hunting the last two years. Not even 90 minutes in the stand. You didn't even have to turn your little buddy heater on. <laughs> I didn't even bring the little buddy here. Thankfully, it was actually pretty warm this year um, on the opener of, of gun season here in Wisconsin. But yeah, I had a nice, nice buck come out. Um, when I first got to the stand at, you know, 530, once I could finally see, I had a lot of does kind of coming from all different directions. Um, I probably had six or seven does on me, like within the matter of like five minutes. And, and I saw a much bigger deer coming down one of the lanes and, uh, couldn't quite make him out. It was still pretty early. Uh, so I watched him for a while. Um, once I could finally see that he had some horns on him, there was a doe over by him, which was actually pretty cool to see the doe came up to him and was licking him for about five, 10 minutes, just sitting there licking his neck. And he's just standing there. Um, Put the moves on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was aggressive. <laughs> she was aggressive. She, uh, she was ready to go. Um, <laughs> and she bailed out and it, it was cool watching him. You know, he was up in the, up in the branches, you know, itching his rack and scraping a little bit and then came out into the cornfield about 60 yards and I let him have it. Then I let him have it again. And then uh, he ran about 20 yards and tipped over. So that was kind of that. What uh, what firearm were you using? Yeah, so I, it's funny you ask that. I, the last two years I've brought my Henry. I have a, a 30-30 Henry single shot. Um, so it's a brake barrel with a hammer on it. 
just a single shot. I got a nice Vortex scope on it. It is such a fun gun. It's small. It's light. Accurate. And that thing, it's it's a freaking tack driver, that gun. I, I swear, I, I am super accurate with that gun. And I'm usually not that great at shooting rifles. But uh, yeah, that buck, I shot him and he ran about 20 yards. And he just stopped and was just kind of staring at me. And I, I knew I hit him because as soon as I shot, he dipped down. His tail was between his legs. Um, and he just he stopped. So I was waiting, waiting, waiting for him to tip over. Wasn't going to tip over. So I uh, broke the barrel, threw another shell in, dropped the hammer on him again, and and that was it. So And I when I got up to him, my, both my bullet holes were like within like an inch or two of each other. So I had hit him both times. I only needed one shot, but... I figured if he's still standing there, I'm going to shoot until he's down just to be on the safe side and make sure, you know, there's as little suffering as possible, but yeah. hey, it was a nice, nice nine pointer. So I was happy with it. Um, got, um, got the sausage being made right now. I got, was it? 54 pounds of sticks and summer sausage coming my way. <laughs> the processor called me. They're like, yeah, you got 54 pounds of, of trim left with the pork. What do you want done? It's like, Sticks and summer sausage. Just give me all of it. Keep I don't need any. I don't, you're done. I don't need any ground. I don't need any of that. Just, just give me the good stuff. Wow, <laughs> you got to get some ground for stew. Nope, we're going all chili. sticks and summer sausage. Oh, uh-uh. Man, nope. chili man. Nope, I've got a killer venison chili recipe. Probably not as good as the snack sticks. <laughs> oh no, it's it's better. It's it takes two hours to make, but it's better. See, snack sticks don't take two hours to make. <laughs> no, it takes like six weeks. <laughs> well, not once you get them. It's just a little uh, clip of the scissors, and you're you're snacking, man. <laughs> so yeah, I filled the freezer up pretty quick. Yeah, so that was that was a good. Lot faster than one teal at a time. That's yeah. yeah. The the meat to shot ratio skyrocketed for sure after <laughs> yeah. I put that deer down. But I did have to shoot him twice though. So I don't know. that's true. You're average. Yeah. So <laughs> Jeff, below you, your average. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Okay, Jeff, did you add that to your Excel spreadsheet? I didn't. The, the spreadsheet's for birds, but I, I suppose I could make a separate entry for uh, for deer. <laughs> Would I be a hundred percent then? I I don't know, but it was two shots for one deer, but I hit them both times, so I don't know how I don't know That's how I would true. calculate that percentage. <laughs> I think it's two shots, one deer. Oh, I mean, you can hit you can hit birds and they can still fly, and you shoot again. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we'll leave that one per, off the sheet. Shot per pound ratio still is That's much higher. Pretty good than it was before. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Fair man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, I dropped him off at a, a guy that does a European mounts. Um, he was a pretty cheap guy and local guy. It's all he does is European mounts. So it was only a hundred bucks. So I uh, dropped it off last week and uh, we'll get a little European mount. So that'll be, that'll be cool. Nice. Something to commemorate the hunt. The very short hunt. Yeah. Did you, um, mm, I assume there was a little partaking in deer camp celebrations that day. Yeah, I had a couple of beers afterwards. I ended up going out that evening uh, just to sit because it was nice out. Um, and I just, I like, I see a lot of deer where I'm at. I mean, we're on a, we're on a farm, so I'm, I'm hunting in a box stand. It's, it's not public ground, you know, in the woods. I'm, I'm hunting in a box stand over food plots and ag fields that are picked. So um, I see a lot of deer. So, I mean, I, it's typical to see 15 
20 deer in a sit, um, which is, which is fun. I like watching them. So I went out in the evening just to sit, no intention of shooting anything, obviously. Um, and I actually ended up seeing my target buck that I had on camera, um, that I've been, he was the one that I wanted and I was hoping to see, but he came in and was actually getting a little aggressive on the gut pile from the deer that I had shot that morning. So he got into the corn and he was, he was all fired up looking for that buck. Um, cause obviously his, his nuts are sitting there cut off of him sitting on the ground. Um, so he was circling it, sniffing it, you know, for probably a good 15, 20 minutes. But when I first saw him, I, I knew it was him. And I think I even said out loud, I was like, you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> like I was like pissed. Right. As he got closer, I could tell his rack was kind of a little messed up. Um, and when he got all the way in, both of his G3s were snapped like straight off. So since since the last time you had him on camera, since the last time I had him on camera, so he was a he's he's a fighter for sure. Um, so he broke off his tines, and I think one of his brow tines was snapped in half. So he was really mangled. So I'm really happy that. Um, well, it, it made me happy that I wasn't holding off for that deer because um, I would have been disappointed had he come out. Um, and then also, <clears throat> hopefully with his rack being mangled like that, he'll uh, he'll make it through the season here and other people in the area will hopefully pass on him and maybe I'll get a shot on him uh, next year sometime. Yeah, but about 7 a.m. opening day probably. Yeah, yeah. it'll be about a half hour into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you uh did you uh, after so after you filled the freezer did you do any bird hunting after that i did um just a little bit not a lot um because obviously i was there for a couple days i i did a couple i walked for pheasants a couple times um and then i did sneak out for uh one last hunt on my boat um got back to a marsh that i usually go to the river was good but as soon as we started getting into the marsh and the little potholes everything was frozen so I was breaking ice with the boat, kind of white knuckling it through some of the the patchy spots, hoping that the ice didn't get too thick. Um, but we were able to set up in a spot. Uh, we had it was open water when we first got set up and got in there with the boat. And surprisingly, as it got later and later into the morning, the ice was building as we were sitting there. Um, so we had three butt ripplers and my pulsator going. And essentially everything froze up except for maybe like a six inch circle around all of those. Um, my pulsator froze and was like sitting sideways, like barely, barely afloat, still trying to splash water. Um, but we barely saw any birds, but I kid you not, some of you guys might not believe this up here, but I shot a blue winged teal on what would that have been, Matt? November what day, day was Thanksgiving, that Thanksgiving, whatever that was that'd be yeah the 26th 24th oh 24th yeah yeah so i shot a blue wing teal on november 24th which i couldn't believe it i knew it was a teal when we shot um fully intent you know I, I fully intended to pick up a green wing teal when we walked over there and sure enough it was a green or a blue wing which was yeah mind-boggling but that was a big teal. That was one of the biggest teals I think I've ever cleaned out. So he was, he was a hardy one. So yeah, on the way back from that, um, we, uh, were running the boat down the river and I jumped up some roosters on some public land right along the river. 
and I knew how to access that spot and I have hunted it before. So we got in pretty early because everything started to ice up. So I grabbed Josie and we headed out to that public round and I ended up shooting a nice big rooster. And uh, it was the longest tail feathered rooster I've ever shot. So Matt, I don't know if you've measured the one on your, the one behind you. I haven't. No, not that one. I should. So I think I posted some pictures of it on social, but it was 25 inches long. So did you measure that when it was still in the bird? No, that was from off? the edge of the quill. Edge yeah. of the quill. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it was, a long, it was a long one. Okay. No, that's that's huge. This this pheasant I have behind me here. So yeah. I estimate this one at 26. How do I know? Ooh. Yeah. So when I the day we shot that or I shot that bird, I shot another bird that was also gigantic. And I put them side by side because I knew I was going to mount this bird. Yeah. And this bird's tail feathers here were two inches longer than that one's. Right. That's Just, crazy. Right. So then I pulled Walk the other ones longer. out and I measured that. I like, I, <laughs> I had this in my head, right. I want the other ones were 20, 24 inches quill the tip. Nice. And I'm um, like, that's, that's 26 inch tail feather right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Matt, I bet yours is, um, it's gotta be close. It's gotta be close to that. Yeah. I bet it's all of that. I bet it's, I bet it's longer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, couple, couple pheasants, one duck and a big buck. That was, that was about it for me since the, uh, the last update when we were up North chasing grouse and ducks. Nice. It's good. A lot of success though. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. happy with it. Scratching out birds and bucks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Tyler? What have you been up to? I've been well the week before gun deer season I was out um chasing uh pheasants on public land had a little success there figured out how to hunt that one spot um and uh, went back to back days and uh picked off three birds out of out of those out of that public spot so yeah I had texted you I think a couple yes. days prior to that and I was like dude if you can get out to that field during the week they're cutting the corn right now and i can hear them in there just cackling away in the corn so as soon as that corn comes off they're all going to be in that cover yeah and some of them were some yep. Of them were. Yep. Yep. yep yep not some anymore not anymore not anymore um so yeah i took your advice i went down and first day i went down yeah i um i picked up a quick limit two birds limit and then i went back the next day and picked up one more um missed a bird too which was awesome not great um matt what was his uh nickname that we came up with his new oh, yeah. nickname wasn't it the, quickest, the, quickest the, gun the, in oconomowoc fastest gun in oconomowoc <laughs> yeah. or something like that yeah you you posted a video on social media of you shooting that one bird and i, I cannot that believe clip again, how, how fast, fast you shot three times the first time i watched it without sound and i thought you only shot once and then I turned the sound on. I was like, holy shit, he shot three times. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Hey, Fat, hey. Fastest gun in Okadawa. Right. Okay, you got to make the third shot count. That's my motto. All right? <laughs> We're not my saying you're the most accurate gun in Okadawa. Yeah. Yeah, the fastest gun in Okadawa. That's right. You gotta let, it, let it go quick, okay? Hey, you let can't be... If you, if we're, hey, if we're standing in a line, you can't be the one to kill the bird if you don't shoot fastest. So, there right. you go. Wasn't that uh, Coach Budenhoser from the Bucks? Wasn't that his motto the one year? Was just let it fly, right? Maybe, that's, probably, yeah. That's how you live your life out in the, the uplands. 
<laughs> not just the uplands. Are you kidding me? Let it fly. <laughs> Let it fly. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, surprisingly, despite the fact that like gun deer season is like rich in tradition, it's how I started hunting, right? That's like part of the hunting heritage. I had shot a buck during bow season, so I actually did not even go out during gun season. Of course, fa- family stuff played into that too. Um, I had a Thanksgiving, the opening morning, um, which is the time when everybody, 600,000 hunters in Wisconsin go out. So I didn't go out then, and then kids are sick and all sorts of stuff, and another Thanksgiving, and I just, yeah, it was kind of chaos um, until we got to the hunt we had planned last Sunday, which was a... Well, it started out to be a goose hunt and a duck hunt. <laughs> and let's okay, let's let's go back to the beginning here. So it was going to be a field goose hunt over a yep. picked cornfield. It was and, a goose hunt with chance of ducks. Yes. Yep. And two weeks prior, two and a half weeks prior, I had driven by this field and it was loaded. Yep. Loaded. Yeah, it's unfortunately it's one of the only fields in the area that I have permission for. Um, so it's kind of one of those things where it's it's hit or miss and you just hope you're out there when the birds want to be there. Yeah. And let me tell you on Thanksgiving, actual day of Thanksgiving, which was three days prior, I was driving in that direction, headed to my in-laws and then there were thousands of geese. They were, they were, there were a ton of birds. And then the temperatures got really cold at night. Mm -hmm. And it snowed that Saturday night on the Sunday. Yep. I did not anticipate at all. But it did. But it made for a very picturesque morning. It did. And I, I think when I was driving there, I was like, okay, it's snowing. There's snow on the ground right now. If we shoot some ducks and geese in this weather, it is going to be a memorable hunt. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And it still ended up being memorable. It did. Good. It did. It was, um, yeah, but I would say the, the, the cold temps and the snow, uh, Matt, would you say the birds left the area? Yeah. Yeah. They got out of there before we, before we get out. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. They, they pushed out ahead of that storm for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, um, even around us, we didn't hear barely any shooting in the area. No, no. Um, I will, uh, I will. So, so Jeff, Jeff gets to the field first, right? Matt and I, Matt and I pull up, right? Matt, Jeff is out there setting up decoys. Yeah, like, what was your thought when you saw him out there setting up decoys? I thought Jeff was doing a great job from from a distance. He's a hell of a guy. I didn't even get a freaking tip though. You guys didn't even tip me. No. Yeah. Well, well, I thought you were going to come pick us up and drive us out there too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Except for the the spot that I told everybody to park and exactly where to walk, Tyler failed to mention that the corn had not been picked yet. So when we first got out there, we had to we had to maneuver a little bit. Yeah, I think Jeff saw me probably driving back and forth. Yeah. My, my lights going back and forth, sliding into people's driveways and trying to keep it on the road. And then it was a little icy. Come around, come around the next street. That made a lot more sense. Because um, I was like, man, I pulled up my phone. I'm like, nope, this is where the X was drawn on the map that he sent the screenshot of. But that's corn. So that's going to be hard. <laughs> yep. So. And then Which for a minute, I, I thought there would be like a road or something around it, but there's definitely not because like the farmer, like the tracks go right into the corn. Like, oh, the yeah, road there. So it's clearly yeah. not, that was not it. No. 
But yeah, we we threw everything we had at him. Um, it was kind of one of those deals where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get out here again. This is the first time I've been out here this year. Let's just throw everything in the kitchen sink at him. So we had a good amount of decoys out. Um, mm-hmm. For the spread looked really good. It was you know, perfectly couple, set if there were yeah any birds in the area. A couple guys that you know we're not we're not pulling a trailer of decoys around like some guys are, but we had what ten or eleven dozen geese out. Yeah. Um, maybe a dozen ducks with our spinners. So we, we had a good, a good looking spread. Yeah. It so. looked, it looked great. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, we, it was, uh, it was impressive. I don't think I've hunted yeah. over a spread that big before. So yeah. And the silhouettes are so nice. I mean, I had, we had five dozen in one bag and three dozen in the other bag and those things get set up so quick. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hankering to buy another dozen or two like right now. Yeah. They're nice. I mean, we, we threw in some of the Bigfoots. I have a dozen Bigfoots and we had another shell half dozen time. or so shells, yeah. um, like sleeper shells. So just to give you a little bit of depth perception, but, um, yeah, the majority of it was all silhouettes. Yeah. Turned out didn't need any of that. <laughs> no, we, we couldn't. We pretty we, quickly. It was. <laughs> Obviously. We could have had a successful hunt with one spinner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, to be fair, we gave it time knowing that like visibility was bad, weather was bad. Like we were going to stick it out, see if anything got moving late, but like we never heard, I'm sure we heard it was probably a deer hunter pretty early, like one, two shots. There's no way it was a duck or a goose hunter. Yeah. Um, we did have we, some ducks come in though. We did. Uh, we would have tr- attempted at probably two doves before that, though. I think those were pretty early when we tried trying yeah. to get Mac a retrieve. Yeah, um, you had that one that first dove that you you pulled up on. Yeah, <laughs> the thing you swung to your right, and I was standing to your right. You were in the middle, yeah, and you swung and swung and swung on that thing. Shot and your shell bounced off of my forehead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your spent shell. Yeah, it's like, well, got me. Yeah, no, nothing for Mac there. And then, yeah, we, me and uh, Jeff and I saw three ducks out in the distance. Yeah, me, yeah, let's, let's, yeah. Tyler, no idea. Never saw oh. him, not once. Hey, I, okay. <laughs> All right. Wait, let's, okay. We're going to, we're going to stop right there. All I heard was, hey, look, those are ducks, right, Jeff? Yeah. Get down. So I just like ducked. I'm like, I'm not going to screw this up. I'm not going to mm-hmm. like peek. And I'm just going to look when someone says, okay, take them. I'm going to stand up and let it let, fly. Let three it fly. Shots yeah. Three shots in less than one second. Fastest shot, no kind of walk. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I did not look up, but I definitely heard them. He would have started and finished shooting before we got our first shot off. That's yes. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were coming in on the line. They weren't really even flapping their wings. They were kind of gliding in. And honestly, I think Jeff and I both thought they were going to do it right on the first like literally land on top of the spinners the first pass. Yep. And then they kind of picked up a little bit on Tyler's end. Didn't see he didn't see it. And then they kind of made like what one or two passes. He and still it wasn't didn't for, see it. it. Yeah. And it wasn't for a lack of thinking that they weren't going to come. And then they just picked up and left. And it wasn't like a, oh, we're going to wait one more pass because I don't think we thought that. Honestly, we probably weren't really prepared for that first one because we probably would have gave it a poke, honestly, because right that was well, i mean they, than that. they were low i mean it was like two low. drakes and a hat and like it was pretty clear 
yeah what it was and they came they came right over us and they swung you know kind of downwind and it looked like they were going to do it exactly like we had planned they would head downwind swing and then land into the wind right in our spread you know right in that little uh t that we had put in there but yeah. unfortunately uh we got greedy we tried yeah. to be elitist hunters and, and make them land in the decoys before we shot yeah that was it we should have been okay as hunters and just let her fly when they got anywhere in the vicinity. And I mean, that probably was, oh, that had to be close to eight o'clock because it wasn't probably until between eight thirty and nine is when we heard geese and they were, I think it was nine. They were nine. Yeah. They were it, it was late. area yeah. code, but not really close oh. at all. Um, and then it was getting closer to nine thirty and, I mean, not that we were done hunting, but we decided to finally change up our game plan because we'd seen easily a hundred doves on the side of the up on the up the side of the ridge of the the field we were hunting, and decided to change our plans there. They're just so, taunting us all morning, all the, all day. Yeah, yeah. I think at one point, I tried to put a little stock on <laughs> in the middle of the field, and that was unsuccessful. So it's very unsuccessful yeah <laughs> we decided to, to throw in the towel for the ducks and geese and uh yep. try our hand at some doves yeah <laughs> that was that was a nice audible too because it was i mean <clears throat> i think we all had some itchy trigger fingers we don't the three of us don't get to hunt together like this is out this is our you know we did that we did that hunt and then we'll hunt iowa and then we won't get to hunt together again until next year so yeah. i don't know if we all had itchy trigger fingers but I mean, you guys were popping shots at, you know, dubs at, you know, 7 a.m. Yep. So, and then it just became a full-on dove hunt. Yep. Yeah. We should have changed. We should have done it about 8.30, not 9.30. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we would have shot a three-man of doves if we would have had a couple hours to sit up on that yeah. hill. No, we, we, we probably shot a three-man easy. We would have ran out of ammo. That's yeah, we might have ran out of ammo had. before yeah. the three minutes. <laughs> yeah. so, so what did we say? We're like, all right, we're going to grab one spinner and yep. we're going to load our pockets up with shells and we're yeah, just going go to go walk over there. And... To the tree that had the most doves all morning. And then, yeah, kind of sat up in a, there was like a strip between two fields that we kind of hung out in. They just kind of took... started coming in. Yeah, yeah, it took a minute. I was worried they weren't coming back. It, it did take a while for them to trickle back. Actually, it took Tyler going down to the next group of trees while we kept back. Yeah, I put the stock on them. Yeah. And then it slowly <laughs> started picking up. I mean, that, that was, was pretty like, entertaining. Like, you, you disappeared down the tree line, and I was like, he's just going to start blasting it. And sure enough, like a couple minutes later, just bang, bang. <laughs> and then yeah. behind me, all I hear is bang, 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 bang. Yeah, you got to move just unloaded at the flock that came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to move in. Our shooting definitely improved as we ran out of shells. Like, we got much better as the the hour went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was it was fun. Like, okay, so for me and Matt Tyler, you've been on dove hunts before. Um, me and Matt, I've never shot a dove. No, I've never shot at a dove. No, I've never shot at a dove either. So this was the first time for me too. And honestly, like, I when I used to, when, when people would tell me about dove hunts, I was kind of like, well, I don't know. I mean, those things sit on the top of my house and shit all over my roof. Like, I don't really, really like you know hunt doves. But man, it was a good time. That was a yeah. lot of fun shooting those yeah. things. 
Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. So, and wait, and I, I'm not saying I didn't think it was challenging before, but until you're actually doing it, I way underestimated the challenge of a dove that's like just floating by in front of you. Yeah. I mean, they're not fast, but they kind of like dip and dive as they yeah. like hover around. So it's, they change elevation so quickly. It's, it's hard to get a beat on them sometimes. It, it makes no sense. And I've told the story before about the dove hunt I did a few years ago where I brought a hundred shells and they were, the limit in Wisconsin is 15, 15 doves a day. Yep. And I went through a hundred shells and did not have my limit. Like you can yeah. see, like, they're just, I don't know what this, the, all that up and down floating stuff. It's just. It doesn't make sense. Like, why are you not dying? No, why are you not hitting the ground? Right. You, yeah. It feels like you're making quality shots and they're still flying and floating. Yep. You're like, what is, what is going on? Yep. What is going on? The spinner, though, man, that was a killer. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was a good idea. They're just coming right to that thing. Yeah, right. the ones that decoyed in groups of one and two, like they wanted to land on top of it. So that, that worked out. Yeah. yeah. Like, on top well, of the Drake Mallard spinner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> in the middle of a cornfield with snow on it yeah that was fun yeah. and, and mac got some nice retrieves we did yeah. a couple blind retrieves he had a couple doubles that he picked up too right did yeah those are some ugly blinds that's okay yeah practice i got to send him on a, on a mark that was fun because he actually listens to me like you know you never know when it's somebody else's dog but mac's good enough that like and i kind of know at least enough to handle labs like him where i can just tell him like hey i know you're supposed to heal to me so do it right now <laughs> yeah yeah that was yeah because i did i left him there and you guys were shooting and yeah yep. i was like oh did he did he run for you? you're like oh yeah he did you know you're like yeah i think he you know we shot and the first bird hit the ground he was like five feet out in front of me and i was like yo dude get back here yeah i called him back i'm like this is not happening today <laughs> like your dad's gonna be so mad <laughs> it's like absolutely not so yeah, yeah. so yeah. what did we end up with we how long did we sit up there 45 minutes maybe it was probably yeah, forty five minutes. Forty five minutes down. It was an hour, and we shot. We shot nine doves. Ten, I think it was ten. Was, was it ten? I think it was ten. Ten, and we missed a couple, so yeah. we <laughs> might have missed ten. Maybe got ten. Well, I don't know if we missed ten, but maybe close I, to it. I think we missed at least ten. Yeah. If you count the two or three down below, then we definitely missed ten. Yeah, it's yeah. probably true. I mean, but yeah, that was it. Was a good time. Our shooting I mean, definitely got better. I think the last like well, the, the we last ended, four doves, we got all four of them or three out of the four. Like we did pretty good at the end there. I had to borrow shells from Tyler, and then one came in. I think me and Jeff shot once each, and I said, "Oh, I've got two left." And then Tyler's like, "I have two shells left." And Jeff, you're like, "I have two shells." So we had six shells left, and we were sitting at like six or seven maybe total, and we ended up with three or four more of those six shells. So we our shooting statistics have gotten much statistically got way better at the end. Cause we, I think we shot a double out of that group. Um, had a single for sure. There was at least three out of those six shots we had left, which was much better. Well, they were flying pretty good too. In groups of one or two, that was a lot of fun. The last, last couple of birds. Yes. Yeah. It's really one of them to... were a little too close when we shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. one you just destroyed. Jeff. <laughs> Because we we were shooting them with steel shot, so that was the other thing. It's actually probably a good thing. It hits a little bit less hard than uh than lead would. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
That's a good point, though, man. I didn't think about that. We did, we did do really well at the end, and we had limited shots. But the reason I so the reason I say that we missed more than ten is because I'm pretty sure I carried 40, 40 rounds of ammo, and yes, I shared some with Matt. But that's forty rounds of ammo, right? You've There's, shot that much. I didn't realize you had that much. <laughs> I, I don't think it was I pretty had close. There. It was either thirty-five to forty, maybe it was thirty-five. Right. As fast Still. as Gunner on Conomog, I probably thought you shot 10 times. You actually <laughs> shot 40. You were shooting at the same birds I was, Jeff. I only heard 10 <laughs> shots, but it was 40 <laughs> rounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, dove hunting is a blast. I was, yeah, that I was, was like, I had a lot more fun than, honestly, that I, not that it wasn't fun, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, shooting at doves was more fun and enjoyable than I, than I thought it would be. It was. And I, I wish we would have went up there earlier. I wish we would have had more time because, <laughs> yeah. It would have been, it would have been a, a pretty memorable hunt more so than it already was. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, a, I'm fairly certain that I'm going to buy a spinner because I was going to buy one anyway. But the fact that I can use it for dubs too, I'm like all in. Yeah. Like yeah. I will probably buy that tonight, actually, along with the dog vest. And early fun. season, we'll have to go out to that field again and see if we can start picking some more of those things off when the the yeah. weather is nice. Yes. But yeah, we, we could bring, um, yeah, Matt, if you're up in town too, we could bring all the dogs out cause it'll be hot. Mm-hmm. Bring Josie out and have her run some, run some retrieves. See how that works. I think she, I think she'd pick them up. Uh, yeah, probably. They're, probably. they're, uh, probably they're weird. They're just the dogs. They just do weird things with them in their mouth. Their feathers are just, I don't know. Yeah. Different. Well, they're sticky. The feathers are sticky. You were right about that when I cleaned those things. And that's the other thing that I was really surprised with. The breasts that you get out of those things, it's they're they're bigger than I anticipated. Like it's it's not much smaller than a teal, honestly. When you start breasting those things out, like they're there's some good eating on those birds. Well, they're pretty chesty birds. They are for sure. I was impressed. Well, I mean, we we were spotting them on the hillside from a hundred and two hundred yards away. I mean, they're big birds, like hardy. Yeah. Hardy doves that were clearly going to be sticking around for a little bit. So right, oh, that's good. Corn yeah, fed. So that was the corn fed. That's right. Corn fed doves. Yeah. I want to shoot a banded dove now. I saw a guy on I social know. that shot a a dove with a federal band on it. I want to do that now. Yep. I didn't know they did that. Me neither. Yeah. But now uh, I want yeah, to dove they're, hunt. I want to dove hunt even more. This big. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Just, think you could put that one on your lanyard. It wouldn't fit around the yeah. rope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was hey, a... Jeff. The end of that hunt, we walked down. How'd uh how oh, yeah. your day? Oh my oh. gosh. Yeah. I mean, this was this was an okayest hunter moment for sure. I almost, for, I almost forgot about this and I don't know how. Yeah, right, Jeff, Jeff, the floor is all yours. <laughs> Thanks for that. Well, it kind of it it started before we all walked yeah right before we yeah because we kind of packed up our bags right like we knew we were gonna be done after and uh couldn't find my keys never had that happen before and if you guys have had that happen i it is not a fun feeling even when you can't find them for a little while it is a very uneasy feeling um so i figured they were in the truck so whatever we went and shot some doves having a good time and got to the truck and they weren't in the truck either. So I retraced my and steps it's been snowing a little bit. The whole yeah. Time I, that and that was the there. worst. Like, honestly, it was snowing when 
when we got there and it just kept snowing the entire time. Had there not been snow on the ground or even had it not been snowing, like actively snowing, I probably would have found the keys. But as of today, um, and that was almost a week ago now, five days ago, um, I still have not found the keys. So I'm using my spares. So Tyler had to drive me home. We left all the decoys out in the field and Tyler drove me home and the wife and the kids dropped me off later. And uh, yeah, that was, that was awesome. First time it's ever happened. I now have an Apple AirTag on my keys. I invested in that like the day after it, it occurred because this is not going to happen again. Um, but I'm still holding on hope that I can find them. Now that the snow is pretty much gone, it'll probably be completely gone by tomorrow. I'm hoping this weekend I'll stop over there and uh, Gotta be walk, walk around. Blind. I think so. Um, a buddy of mine's got a metal detector too, like a, a little little metal mm-hmm. detector he said I could borrow. So I might go out there. Is that and over just by the grass? Like walk around cutting. for a yeah. little bit. Yeah, and uh, with that, and hopefully I can find them. So, yeah, first time. That wasn't fun. That uh, – <laughs> Is Lauren going to listen to this episode, Jeff? I don't know if she'll get this far. She's pretty far behind. I think she's on like episode three. (laughs) (laughs) She was talking about it the other day. Like, oh, yeah, I just listened to your guys' episode about so-and-so and and this and that. And I was like, that was one of the first episodes we ever put out. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm far behind. It's like, no kidding. I mean, do we, uh, do we I, want to talk talk about the celebration when you got home? Because yes, I got. <laughs> well, we, it was it was an, it was an anxious ride home because I was also then going to be exceptionally because this hunt went. We were we were there pretty long. We audibled yeah. into doves and we were like, okay, we're going to go until we run out of ammo. Yeah, and we both thought we were going to pay for it a little bit when we got home back to uh, reality, and even more so when we realized that Tyler had to take the extra probably half hour there and back drive to drop me off when he had two sick children and a sick wife at home. Yes. And I thought that my wife and both children were home as well. So we were fully thinking that I was going to put both of us in the the doghouse that day by losing my keys. So I think we were we were both pretty nervous about what was going to happen after we uh, got home from that hunt. <laughs> was, but thankfully, Jess got uh, Jess got the girls down fairly quickly, and she was seemed like being she was in a good mood. And uh, I got home, and my wife was at church, so she wasn't even home. Didn't even know what happened. Minus the seventeen missed calls she had on her phone. <laughs> oh, I was calling like crazy just to like like, hey, I'm sorry, I would have been home by now, but. I lost my keys. Like I'm trying, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, she wasn't home. And when she got home, she was very confused. Cause obviously I was home and the garage was open and there was no truck in the driveway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it worked out. Okay. So I think we were both pleasantly surprised at how, uh, yeah. not mad or, or both of our wives were after that. It was good. Yeah. The one benefit of children who are ill is they generally need more sleep. So that was on my side. Now, Matt, you had to drive back to your parents' house, mm-hmm. pick up your wife and yep. your son, and then yep. drive home three hours. Yep. 
Did you... Yeah, it was like a 45-minute drive from you guys to my dad's. We decided to uh, go get Culver's real quick and then oh. hit the road. So yeah, how, okay. how did that okay. how did that play out? Were you uh, were you a little late or was she okay? Um, there with wasn't your a arrival? real time on it. We knew what time we wanted to leave, which like I was home twenty minutes before we said we were gonna pretty much pick up because we knew that Tommy was gonna you know need his car sleep. So it all worked out. It was a little later than I thought, but I mean, if we would have dove hunted earlier, maybe it would have made it. But what time? Okay, all good. And Culver's makes Culver's makes everybody happy. So yeah, it's true. Cheese that curds, cheese curds, and then custard. Yeah, all good. It's all American good. dream right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to not be a fan of their the, their fries, but I gotta tell you, they're really. Oh, you know what a call? You know a Culver sack? Maybe I shouldn't be saying this on the on the podcast here because everybody's gonna be doing it now. But did I tell you about the Culver's hack yet with the fries? No. Did you know that there's a family size fry? Oh, yes. That yes. I know. I don't think it's on the menu. No, it's not. If you not look on up the on the board, it is not on the menu, but it is actually cheaper than two larges, and you get more fries than two larges. It's the family size fry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Culver's hack right there. Every time we go to Culver's, we get the family fry. Oh, Every time. Yes. Got it. Yeah. yeah. We go, um, no, we're way off the rails here. But with two toddlers, we get the like I think it's the chicken tenders kids meal, which comes with a little bitty fry or broccoli and chocolate milk, and then a family size fry. Like yeah. that's the thing. And then, you know what the, the key is out. though? My brother in law, my sister in law keyed me in on this. If you get the family fry to go, it comes in like a big kind of like a takeout box as opposed to the little bag. You have to open the lid if you have a decent ride home, or else the fries get soggy. Yes. Oh, yeah. All that moisture builds up in there and you get home and wah, wah, wah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. open the lid. Even if you got to reheat them a little bit, you got to pop the top on those things. Yeah, but if you're going to reheat them, you got to do it like air fryer. Air fryer. Oh, I don't have an air fryer. Oh, that's a game changing yeah, warm up for fries. Yep. That's how you keep them, you crisp them back up in the air fryer. Okay. If I'm gonna crisp them back up, I'll usually throw just like a touch of oil in a pan, and then um, put them in the pan. Well, see, you don't even need to do that with the air fryer. You just chuck them in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you got to get one. We just used ours tonight for some fries. Did you? Yeah. Nice. I do need an air fryer. It's good. It's, okay. it's a great, great kitchen tool to have. <clears throat> yeah. I um. So Jeff, are you are you done waterfall hunting? Is it over with too? Yeah, like I said, I mean, I might, the season opens again over Christmas for geese only. There's a chance I might go out, you know, if I can, if I see some birds in the area or get a hot tip on a field or something like that, that I can get access to, maybe I'll go out. But in terms of uh, going out in the water in my boat, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going this weekend. I'll probably pheasant hunt this weekend a little bit, get Josie some exercise before Iowa, and uh, then it's over. Think there's think they're gonna find any birds on public land? Um I got my spots. Get your spots, okay. All right. This guy. I got, I got my spots. I got my spots. I got my I got, spots. I got my spots. <laughs> All right. That's fair. That's fair. This is a big I usually, this... I, I usually do pretty good late season. I uh, last year, the last two days of the season, which was what, like January first and second or something like that, I think. Yeah. 
I shot a rooster both days, back to back days on the the last two days. So <laughs> I got my spots. Okay, that's good. So we'll see. Yeah, that's good. I uh, I um, I probably won't. This is a big. I probably won't hunt this weekend. It's a big family activity type of weekend. We don't have our Christmas tree yet, so we gotta get. I gotta get that done too, and hang hang more Christmas lights and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, you gotta I got, get a fake tree. Get a fake tree. We've got one of those in our room. Just a nice okay. room. Yeah, but we get we get the real tree for the actual living room. So that's got. Yeah, happen. I was I, I was team real tree for when me and Lauren first started dating, until the one year I brought the tree in the house, and I knocked over a glass vase on the mantle with the tree. The glass vase hit the ground, shattered, and took a huge chunk out of the baseboard in our living room. And Lauren said, yeah, we're not doing a real tree anymore. <laughs> so yeah, ever since then we got a, we're going, we're on team fake tree over here. <laughs> I was going to ask that in the sky blasting questions, but I'll ask Matt now, are you real tree or fake tree? Fake tree. Fake tree. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I don't even take it down. I wrap a tarp around it in the basement <laughs> and it stays up. So, you know, how you usually have to like unfold it and like, flu- <laughs> yeah. like you have to like refluff or you whatever to, they yeah, call it. Yeah. I forget what they call it. I was like, screw this. I'm just going to bring it down there and wrap a tarp around it. And I don't have to do that anymore. I've done that the last like four years. It's amazing. The tree is set up in like five minutes. That's, that's, that's good. It's great. Good. Um, I have uh, the one thing I will do in the next week is I'll have, I should take that back this weekend. I might actually hunt Ram. So I've been out to the old local game farm a couple of times trying to get her caught up to where she really should be based upon her age um and based upon my lack of exposure for her with with live birds so um she's been on pheasants eight pheasants the last week or so like four two separate times for each occasion so including this morning snuck out before work and, and did that so that was good she's progressing um progressing nice or bird exposure and bird contacts. She needs more bird contacts. So she likes it. She, um, yeah, but now owning a female though, I got to buy the, buy the vest. So that's a, that'll be purchased tonight. Maybe before we even hang up, actually probably buy that. That's, you're going to uh, go with that, the browning one. I, yeah, yeah. The person who was out there with me today, let me use them. Cause that's what they use. And it worked well for her. Right now, are those Velcro straps on the back? They are yeah. Velcro, so they're Do not. Yours get pretty frayed up, Matt. The one that you have for Maggie. Yeah, it is now, but I mean, it's three years old. Okay, maybe it's fourth season already, and it's. I mean, it's not going to fall off of her. It doesn't look the greatest by any means, but it's not yeah. going to fall off of her. See, I mine's got that for like another buckles. One. Yeah, yeah, and that was the one thing I kind of. I initially had stayed away from the Velcro because I wasn't sure how long it would last, but even the buckle ones, it just kind of like tears around the buckles too. So yeah. Yeah. This one, I mean, when Kelly worked downtown, her coworker had used this Browning one for a really long time and suggested it. So we just went off of that one and it's been super good so far. Nice. Yeah, I'll have to uh, look at that one when I go to my next fest for sure. They, so the person I, that I trained with this morning or trained slash hunted with this morning, they, um, uh she's got her dogs um and they they wear these ones they've tried all the different vests for their dogs and this is the one they like the best they also trim a little bit out 
mm-hmm. like the armpit area too, so it doesn't rub. Um, something like the neoprene that's on it. They they said it lasts like a season for for them, and they order new ones every year. But they're right now. I mean, they're you know she's guiding like twice a week. Yeah. So I mean, I, I go out five days a year, so it's not yeah. really. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, if you're guiding that much and it lasts you a full season, that's actually probably pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Because her, so her like primary dog is one that Mac bred to with this year. And mm. so I got to watch her in pheasant field. She is a nice dog. I love the way she works a field. It is just, it's like everything I, everything I dream of. And like, if, if Ren could become that, I'd be like, that's perfect. Great. Right there. Um, so she's she's a really nice dog, but she's just a little Tasmanian devil. I mean, just ripping through cover. She ran into me at full speed today, right into my hip. So I'll probably need a chiropractic Ooh. adjustment tomorrow. Oh yeah, I mean, just, I mean, I went I went sideways three steps. Oof. Yeah. Yes. Fifty fifty five pounds full speed. Poof. <laughs> yeah. That'll do so. it. Yeah. yeah, so I might that might be this weekend or next week. We'll get out one more time before Iowa. Um, and yeah, keep her away from Mac then, too. Yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, we need extra blankets in the back of my truck for next weekend. Oh, Jeff, you're all terrified of it. Don't worry, don't worry. That you, I need what I need you to do is I need you to measure your back seat, right? Put that seat up. I need to measure your back seat because that Rufflin kennel that I have, I need to see. There's it's small. I need to see if it'll squeeze between your seats there. Okay, that's not the same one she had last year. No, that one's just a touch too small. She could fit in there. I mean, she's she. I was she was at the vet this week. Forty nine point six pounds. Okay, that's about the size of Josie. Yeah, she's not very big. No, not at all. No, and she's she's short. Max real tall. Mac is tall and long. Yeah, he's sixty six this week. So nice. That's good size. Yeah. Yeah, I can measure that. You'll just have to keep reminding me, but I'll try yeah. to do that. Okay, I'll try to shoot your reminder tomorrow. You want um, the depth? You want the depth? Yeah, see, the thing I got to take the car seats out too to do that. Oh yeah, you would, wouldn't you? I'll see if I can get an estimate online. They probably have the dimensions on there. Yeah, yeah. I just need to know how just if it'll yeah. squeeze in this because it's got the side door. That's the thing. Yeah, you know, that'll be account, that. That makes nice. it so easy, right? Yeah. It's like here. Side door, kennel, get in, boom. Okay, you're kenneled, Mac, right there. Right Sit down. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. hear. I, I don't want to hear any whining out of you, Mac. Knock it off. All right. Oh, six hours. I got. I got back today, and he was just like all over, and I was like, oh no. I'm like, oh come on. <laughs> just, <laughs> come on. I'm sitting there on the phone for work, and I'm looking out my my the the door right here in my office, my left, and I. I shut my camera off, mute myself, open the door, knock it off. Mac, get in here. <laughs> Just get in here and lay down. <laughs> and they had to separate for a few for a little bit. And then after that, there was he was fine. So I'm not sure. Yeah, we don't, were, we don't we don't need our Airbnb turned into a doggy porno over here oh, next weekend. That was Jeff, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is not uh one, it's not safe. Like, uh, you guys aren't invited back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, not good. But that's that's it. Then all of a sudden we're here, we're 
we got to put all the final preparations on Iowa. I mean, yeah. So we'll probably do a do a live podcast, or maybe not a live podcast, but we'll we'll definitely record a podcast out there at least. Oh yeah, we got maybe maybe a live podcast possibly. No, 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 we're not gonna do a live podcast. Uh, we could do an Instagram live, maybe do like a, just a quick could, a quick re- one or a quick recap on Instagram, maybe. Yeah, we could do something like that, but we'll do a we'll do a we'll do a podcast out there. The reason I say it's not gonna be live is because there's gonna be alcohol involved, and Jeff, you're the only one who drinks alcohol while we record these, and who knows what Matt and I might actually say. All right, if you get us liquored up, <laughs> I'll be sleeping. <laughs> I know that's what I'm walking around. Yes. Especially you bring that drop tie and you get that drop tie out or whatever that bottle oh, of booze is you're gonna bring. Uh uh-uh, uh no, nope, nope, no, thank you. So we got a lot of planning and stuff to do with on that. So let's let's start to wrap this baby up here. All right. Anybody got any sky blasting questions? I got a couple. Oh Jeff. Right. I'm gonna go, go. first. Okay. All right. What did you ask Santa for for Christmas this year? Uh, Rippler decoy. Like a butt Rippler? Mm, uh, no, the Mojo Rippler, not not the butt Rippler. Oh, not the not the butt one. Mojo has mm-hmm. a butt one too. It's like thirty. Yeah, bucks. they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Those are nice. They're like... cheap and they're really small. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Butt Rippler or just a Rippler, Mojo Rippler. Yep. Matt. Santa, because we kind of do our own. Like, uh, if you find it on Black Friday type of in November, you're kind of buying your own gift. So, so you I'm just all, bought your own gift, pretty much. Okay. What What did uh, you buy? Well, the one thing I bought was that Garmin in Reach for uh, out on the river. So, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you do do you wrap it up though, and and put it under the tree? No. No. <laughs> and now, I mean, maybe we would do that before, but now with Tommy, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't need gifts. So, all for him. <laughs> I asked for a marsh stool. One oh, of the spots that I go has a a lot of cattails and a lot of grass that are about three or four inches submerged in water. That mm. I do a lot of standing in them, so I'd like to sit down. Um, but unfortunately, the little like fold up stools don't really suffice out there. So. I asked for a, a marsh stool. So I'm gonna hopefully I, I asked for the Avery one after doing a bunch of reviews. That's the one that uh seems like everybody likes is the most durable and lightweight. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but you also I'm thinking <clears> about this now. I need to also ask for some type of cart to haul all my crap out. Oh, for your walk in spot now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I inherited to you. That you inherited for me. I yeah. did. Well you bought you have a boat, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. A nice sled would be nice, or a little wagon. A little wagon. That's what a I'm thinking. War, a little war wagon. Spray paint that yeah. thing camo. Yeah, right. Yes. Take, the, take the girl's red wagon and spray paint it camo. I'm sure, yes. they'd love that. That's what you need. Yep. All right. Have you ever caught a fish over the ice? Yes. No. Tyler? Yeah. Nope. Me neither. I've tried. Catch a lot of bottle bass. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. We, we have our annual ice fishing trip every year and we never catch a fish, but we, uh, we just grill and drink and play music. So that's probably part of the reason and like do donuts in the four wheeler and stuff. So that's probably yeah. part of the reason we're not catching fish, Probably, <laughs> but Hey, we're out there. Yeah. <laughs> we're out your there. best effort. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The old college try. That's right. 
All right, mm. last one. Bloody Marys or screwdrivers? I like them both, but I'll go Bloody Mary. Okay. I'm going to go hard pass. What about beer mosas? Do you like beer mosas? Mm-mm. Okay, for all the all the people listening that may not be in Wisconsin, Wisconsin is popular with a thing called beer mosas, which is essentially a mimosa, but with beer instead of champagne. And they're actually very, very good. Have you guys ever had a beer mosa? Yep. Yes? No. Oh, man. No. Okay, okay, Jeff. Uh, Bloody Mary or screwdriver? Screwdriver. I don't like like tomato juice. Mm. See, I didn't until I had a really good Bloody Mary. That was all over. Yeah. My uncles used to do the Polish Bloody Marys at the when they'd go to the races. You ever heard of that? Mm -mm. It's just tomato juice and bush light. They would drink those at like seven in the morning when they would wake up uh, before the race. The Polish Bloody Mary. Can't say I ever tried one, but man, I've heard a lot of stories about them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I almost want to have, I almost want to try a Polish Bloody Mary in Iowa. You should. You should. Almost. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. That's all I got. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I've got a couple I'll make up off the spot here. First one, as always, it is a Thursday night. What what did you have for supper tonight? We had chicken nuggets again. The last time <laughs> the last time you asked this, we had chicken nuggets. And hey, David, we had chicken nuggets again. <laughs> That's funny because we had nuggets last night. I had nice. Thanksgiving leftovers the rest of them tonight. Oh, that's that's too funny. Okay. Every time you ask, it's going to be chicken nugget night in our household. People are just going to think all I eat is chicken nuggets. I'm looking for creative dinner ideas, all right? And now I'm getting those chicken nuggets. You're not going to get them from me and Matt. (laughs) No. (laughs) Leftovers and chicken nuggets. Leftovers and chicken nuggets. Okay. All right. I had a a burrito, homemade burrito. Like, it was amazing. Fancy. Yeah, it was really good. Hot sauce? Seems pretty good. It was... No, I'm not a hot sauce guy. Uh, well, sour cream though. Okay, I can get down with that. Like I'm talking, like wrap it up in the tin foil, heat it, warm it up in the oven for 20 minutes, then you have the tin. It's like it's like a to go burrito. It's just awesome. We should make those for Iowa a little breakfast. The breakfast burritos, you can freeze them in the tin foil. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. maybe. So that's a. This is the question is, what should we have for dinner night one down in Iowa? Oh, Last year we had, I, I, may, I smoked that pork shoulder and we had shredded pork sandwiches that were like lukewarm because they froze in the back of your truck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. That's a hard one. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chicken nuggets. <laughs> There's probably a good chance that that's actually what will happen. Oh, uh, all right. Go to, uh, go to a bar for a burger. That'd be my vote. Okay. <clears throat> so, how many birds? Put a put a number. Put a number here in your head. How many birds are we going to shoot in Iowa? Over and under. You want to do an over and under? Sure, we do over and under. Yeah. Let's go with. Something and a half. You gotta you gotta do something and a half. 
it's day so four so nine thirty mm, over under uh let's go 18 oh under you gotta go you have to go a half though you gotta go 17 and a half or 18 and a half you, you don't you don't want to push seventeen no fun 17.935 birds over under nobody wants to push a bet like this <laughs> i'm gonna go under as much as i hope we're over i'm gonna go under i'll go over thank you I'm really, hoping, I'm really hoping on a big sunday i know right? like so, oh, Sunday! We are gonna we are gonna hopefully hit some private ground on Sunday. So yeah, we maybe we'll we'll start off strong. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. If we can maybe. scratch out a three man on the first day, then then we we're probably in in the money here for going over. Yeah, I think so I was gonna say twenty. I feel like we're gonna shoot twenty birds. That'd be quite oh, the upgrade from last year. Yes. Yes. Better shooting would help things. Better shooting would help, but we are later in the season. Another couple weeks later. True, but more populous air bird area though too yes we're in a better area of the state with yeah. potential for some private so yeah i'll still go under hopefully not by much but i'll, I'll take the under oh, goodness jeff pessimist here okay yep. um all right so waterfowl season it's basically wrapped up jeff it is for you matt so jeff unless you yep. do any late season goose hunting what was your bird count for the year how many ducks how many geese oh. Ducks, ducks and no. geese. I don't have my Excel sheet. <laughs> I don't have. I don't have my thing in front of me. I don't. I'm. I'm around twenty birds total. Maybe a little over. I've probably shot a dozen ducks. Not. Not much. A couple. I shot maybe a dozen ducks. I think I shot three geese. <laughs> so not much. And then I've probably shot seven or eight pheasants. I've been putting birds down. Yeah. We shot a lot of doves too, so yeah. <laughs> that helped Max bird count immensely. <laughs> yeah. Where are you at, Matt? Did you say? No, I, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. In the teens somewhere. You were over 20, didn't you say you were over 20? I was north of 20, yeah. Yeah. Which was better than last year, right? Yeah. Yep. You were, last year you were in the teens, I think. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Good. All right. Uh so last one or two here uh first is are your christmas lights up on the exterior of your home yes as of yesterday yes okay. and i hurt my back this morning probably from the christmas lights Just but yes scratch out yeah i i sent i sent tyler and matt the picture of my christmas lights so it took me about 15 20 minutes but uh yeah, they're they're good. I have the Grinch, the classic Grinch stealing the lights from the from the house. So I only have about like a five foot section of our house that has lights on it, and that's it. And then a Grinch with a pile of lights underneath them. So it works pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious when I drive down the street and see it in the distance. <laughs> I laugh all the time. <laughs> it's great because uh, it looks so pathetic, but so great at the same time. <laughs> Uh, Matt, yours are up too. Mm -hmm. Yep. What what is your what does your light spread look like? Give us the give us the dirty details here. Uh, white, how many bulbs? How many bulbs you got? I don't, white LEDs on the on the gutter and then up to the peak of the house. Um, like the 
classic blow molded Santa out on the front porch with a little mini Christmas tree. And then on the far side of the house, we have a smaller Grinch who's taken the rest of the lights down only because yes. I don't want to take the lights up the side peak because it would be way too much work. So like the first year we got the Grinch, instead of like wrapping it down the gutter, I just like drooped it into the yard and have him holding on to it. So nice. very similar. That's amazing yeah. that you have that too. Surprised yeah. you didn't. Oh, surprised yeah. you didn't say that when I sent you the picture. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't have them up till today. Me and I finished it uh, after we went on a little walk after work today. And then the floodlight on the Grinch, and he like reflects up onto the side of the house. Nice. Yeah. I feel like I need to buy a Grinch. Apparently. Yep. Apparently. <laughs> my sister made ours. It was just on a big piece of plywood. She painted it mm -hmm. all, and then I cut it out with my jigsaw and put a big old piece of electrical conduit on the back of it for a stake. <laughs> yep, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the old engineers over here. Huh? Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I I have to say, Jeff, I, I expected more from you being an engineer with Christmas lights. I expected you to have something like elaborate planned out here. But see, I have probably the best light display in the neighborhood, and it took me the least amount of time now. It's efficiency. It's all about efficiency, right? <laughs> I guess. Seems like it. I guess. <laughs> that is, uh, that's great. Okay. Uh, now, this is actually going to be the last one, which is, um, since you mentioned your back, Jeff, how many injuries are we going to sustain in Iowa? Because last year we had a groin, we had a back. I'm sure I had something. I'm not sure. The dogs well, had dogs noses and paws bleeding oh, everywhere. So assume that happens again. I'm trying to stretch before, like every day. That's going to yeah. be a goal before yeah. we get out. Stretch me and Maggie actually before we go out. Yeah, I got to stretch. I don't think sure. it'll make a difference, but I'll be popping Motrin or something maybe. Keep myself going. I'm just hoping that I got it out of the way now with hurting my back this morning. That's my one for the year, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll be in good shape for Iowa. Yeah, I hope so too. Did, was it last year, Jeff? You were you were putting your boots on when it went. Your back went out. Yes. Yeah, you never made it out of the house. This morning, this morning <laughs> I was day. this morning I was just reaching for the shampoo bottle. That's all I was doing, man. We're getting old. This is we what happens this. when this is what happens when you get old. Right now, oh. my goodness! Oh, good gravy! Anybody? It's always listening? in. The, it's always in the morning. It always is in the morning. Super tight. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, nobody's listening anymore. I was just cut this thing off. Cut this thing off. All right. If you are still listening, thank you, and I apologize for you having to listen to us complain about getting older here. Uh, if you have ten seconds, leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform that you're tuning in on. And uh, check us out on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, shoot us a message, start a conversation, send us your pictures, uh, your stories, whatever we want to hear about it. Uh, we love starting conversations and learning about you. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it for tonight. Tune in uh, next week and we'll have a, another episode ready to rock and roll. Later. <laughs>